Welcome back to Live to Be Recognized with Ty. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? I am cheesy this episode because this is my 20th episode. Woo! (laughs) Sorry if it was a little loud in your ears, but 20 episodes in, y'all. I cannot believe it. And I can't thank those enough who are my day ones, those who came along for the ride, my newest listeners. I truly, truly appreciate it. It would not be what it is if it wasn't for y'all and y'all feedback and y'all reposts and y'all encouraging words. It really means so much to me because like I say in every episode, this comes from the heart, right? And I'm all for raising the vibrations, making everyone see things in a more positive light. For you to live for the best person, the best person in general for you. Not just, you know, for everyone else out there, but for you first and foremost. So again, welcome to Live to Be Recognized. (laughs) All right, y'all. So the 20th episode, this is an episode that um, it is something that I've been working on a lot in my journey. Um... For those that do not know, I am on a very deep dive, you know, wellness, mindfulness journey, one that I've never embarked on like before. Um, I haven't really said details about how my journey has been, meaning what I'm doing, what I'm practicing, but eventually once I'm finished with it, I will share the details. So one of the things I really learned about in this journey is how important emotional intelligence is. Now, definitely know what emotional intelligence is, meaning myself, before embarking on this journey. I do believe I had a high emotional intelligence, and I said had because um, I am an empathic person. I did put people's needs before my own and all that other stuff, and I thought that qualified me for being a high emotional intelligent person. But showing up for people, being there for people, you know, being emotionally supportive, like listening to them when they're talking, making sure that they're comfortable and you're not comfortable, that's not emotional intelligence right there. And I realized by me being an empath, by me, you know, really caring about how people are, I was really negating myself too at the same point because I cared so much to make sure the other individual was comfortable versus myself, right? So that is something I definitely 100% changed (laughs) while I've been on this journey. But let's get a little bit more into it. What is emotional intelligence? You know, what does that contain? What does it mean? What's the term? So you guys know how I like to give my definitions. When you look up emotional intelligence on Google, a lot of stuff will come up. Mind you, please do your own scholarly research if you want to learn more about emotional intelligence. There's plenty of scholarly journals out there, published works and things like that if you really, really want to know a little bit more. But when you do Google and look up emotional intelligence, the definition that applies to what I'm talking about today is the ability to manage both your own emotions and understand the emotions of others around you. Very plain, very simple. But it's more to that. 
you know, like I just mentioned a few moments ago that I was very good at that, you know, understanding other people's emotions and being, you know, I guess you could say not being, but caring about how they are in that dynamic, how they are in that setting versus myself. Yes, that's emotional intelligence, but it's not high emotional intelligence because I was neglecting myself, meaning I would rather the other person have a good time than myself. Yeah, that's not healthy. But yes, emotional intelligence, you really learn that everything is not about you, (laughs) okay? Point blank is period. When I mean everything's not about you, meaning how a person may react to what you're saying, how a person may say something in you know, conjunction to what you're saying, um, how a person may seem that day and they don't seem like their normal self and you take it personal, that all encompasses emotional intelligence, meaning that it's not always about you. The way people react, the way people have like maybe a certain tone in their voice or how they answer you, it's not about you, okay? That is a them problem. And that was one of the most number one things I learned with having high emotional intelligence is that because a person may react in a way that was not pleasing to me, it's not deliberate to me, okay? That is a them situation that they need to figure out. Um, Unless it is, you know, like a problem that you can solve right then and there in that moment in time, cool. But, you know... Most of the time, the way people appear and the way they move and the way that they act, it is a them thing. Um, Just to break it down a little bit more, because I may be confusing you guys at this moment, so I want to take it into a smaller um, breakdown. So as an example, let's say you're driving and someone cuts you off. We've all been in like, you know, road rage for those that have been annoyed at situations. Someone cuts you off. Someone tries to block you in or whatever. And what happens? You want to, you know, throw the bird at the person. (laughs) You might want to yell at them. You start yelling at yourself or whatever the case may be. And you take it personal. That person in that car don't know you. They didn't go, hey, you over there in the red Jeep. I'm about to cut you off just because I want to. I mean, they could have, but they don't know you. You know what I mean? And then we take it personal and then it bothers us the whole day, right? Or if you're standing in line somewhere and someone cuts you and now you have an attitude with this person because you feel like they deliberately did it. And let's say you mentioned to them like, hey, you know, um, you cut people and they're like, so what? I'm not moving. Now you're all upset and pissed off and about to argue and go off on this person. For what? That's a them problem. (laughs) That is a them problem. Or even let's say that, you know, something small such as, like I said, cutting online, someone cutting you off on the road. These are just really, really small examples. Going to the grocery store, going to the food market, going to a fast food restaurant, whatever. And the waitress or waiter is giving you, you know, some type of like bad energy. You're just not feeling it. And you don't know why. It's not you. It's a them problem. It's a them problem. Emotional intelligence is accepting that. I don't even want to give statistics on this because I don't 
really know the exact number, but I can guarantee you if you do research <laughs> over 90% of the time, it's a them problem. Think about times that you have reacted to people and reacted in ways and you were probably like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Or you probably didn't even want to respond like that to a stranger, but you were just so in the moment and so whatever. Same thing goes to everybody else. Okay. Also, with high emotional intelligence, you learn what problems are worth fizzling out or what problems are worth talking it out. That's just what it is, you know? And you learn that a lot of people, everyone's fighting battles. Some people wear their battles on their sleeves and that shows. That shows. It shows how the way they maneuver, they have this woe is me personality, you know? Some people wear it on their sleeves in a good way. So you can't take everything personally. You just can't. Because people are going through stuff. Point blank, period. People are going through a lot of things right now. And a lot of people harbor those things that they've had for years. And the pain and all of that. And they're just a walking time bomb. They're just a walking manifestation of anger a walk-in manifestation of negative energy think about it you can feel it you know those folks you can feel it when you're around them being like "Mm -mm. not today not today not today (laughs) but they have to wake up every day like that you don't you don't and you know with high emotional intelligence you know you also get to learn how to stop and think before you react, right? Because there's been plenty of times where, you know, I wanted to react off jump, but because of the type of person I've been all of my life, being an empathetic person, I don't. But even so, I still have that angry voice in my head, like, yeah, I want to say this to this person. And let's say I don't say it right then and there, I'm going to still probably eventually say it. But for what? For what? Um, I do a lot of checking in now with my angry person (laughs) when a situation arises and being like, you know what, girl, it ain't even worth it. It's not even worth the energy. It's not even worth you making your point because they're still going to walk away having their own thoughts. And especially if it's a stranger situation, you know, I'm not going to go tick for tack and argue with you. We're not going to have a screaming fest. That's just not, you're not taking that away from me. You're not taking that energy away from me just so you can grow your negative ball Mm-mm. no thank you and on that note i'm gonna drink a little bit of my uh, watermelon juice new cup this episode it says be happy my sister bought it for me and um it's adorable so let me just take a sip real quick but yeah like i was saying I am not adding to your negative energy ball. I'm not (laughs) at all. And you guys should be about that too because think about how many recordings you see, stuff you see that goes trends and people going back and forth screaming at each other, full strangers, and then just rage. And you can feel the rage from the video and stuff. Those are people with extremely low, low emotional intelligence, okay? And... It's not proving a point. Everybody wants to prove their point, prove their point. As long as your point is good with you, that's all that matters. You proving that point to that person, what's that going to do? I'm waiting. 
what is that going to do? And like I said in my previous episode from last week, right? Your mind loves problems. Yes, there are some pro, um, issues that you got to solve right then and there. You got to talk about it. You got to use your high emotional intelligence to help solve it. But for the most part, if that person is not on that level of understanding or accepting it, let it go. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. And working towards having high emotional intelligence is not easy. It's not easy because you have to check yourself. And that's the first step. You got to be okay with checking yourself. You have to be okay when you are dealing with a response from somebody or reaction you're not cool with. Instead of just reacting while you're taking this in, analyzing it, and really deciding, is it worth you matching them? Which is most likely not worth you matching them. Bringing it down or just walking away. And think about when you hold yourself calm, cool, and collective in like situations of frustration and situations of arguments and stuff like that, that really, mm, it icks the other person because they can't understand how you're able to keep this while they're in so much rage. It that 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 hurts them more than you putting your you know words into really nasty actions or doing any nasty actions. You just being the calm, cool person you are, and just realizing you above this is more than enough. So that is needed. Trust and believe that. Trust and believe that. Now, there are some traits that encompasses being a high emotionally intelligent person. And when you choose to look a little bit more into it, you will learn more about these traits. I'm not going to go deep into each one, but I am going to make you guys aware of them. I am going to reference my notes so you'll see me looking down um, from time to time. So the seven traits that are associated with people who have high emotional intelligence are number one. They are self-aware. Remember what I just said? Making sure you're able to check in with yourself, but being comfortable with checking in with yourself. That's very important. You can't be playing yourself if you're going to check in. You can't be like, yeah, you know what? I am going to still go off on this person. No. When you are self-aware, you realize that, you know what? This person... It's not necessarily reacting like this out of anger towards me, but towards the situation. And yeah, not really my cup of tea. So number one for the traits of someone with high emotional intelligence, they are self-aware. Number two, they are empathetic. Um, As you know, just throughout this episode, I've been discussing my empathetic matters. I've been an empathetic person before I even knew the word. I care about people. I truly do. I care about their feelings. I care about how they feel in the moment. And, um, you know, most of my life, I allow being empathetic negate my own inner feelings, right? But you still can be empathetic and still put yourself first. So number two trait for someone with high emotional intelligence is they are empathetic. Number three, 
for someone with high emotional intelligence is they are present focus. Present focus means that you're here, you're right now, you're in the now. You're not thinking about next week. You're not thinking about the next hour. You're not even thinking about next year. You are present now, okay? The more present you are, the more you're being able to feel the situation. The the less your mind is filled with other thoughts, okay? Now that's really hard, being present focused. I'm gonna be real with that. That's very hard. But the more you practice mindfulness, the more you practice being in the now, the more that you're in the now for everything, and the more that you'll be present focused. So that was number three for a highly intelligent person is they are present focused. Number four is that they have strong interpersonal skills. I feel like that goes hand in hand with being empathetic. Um, Because you have to be able to relate to people, converse with people, understand people, ask questions when you don't understand and know that you are not always right. (laughs) You know, Um, interpersonal skills. We're human beings. That's what we do. Right. We utilize these skills. But if you're around the same type of people all the time and it's negative folks, you're not really exercising your interpersonal skills that well. So that's number four for a highly intelligent person. You have strong interpersonal skills. Number five is they are receptive. So highly intelligent emotional people are receptive. Meaning that what you're saying, they're receiving and processing and able to understand. You can be a receiver but you, not everyone's receptive, all right? I'm going to just stop on that. I think some of this watermelon juice. <laughs> but yes, you, everyone is a receiver, but not everyone is receptive, okay? Receptive means that, and you know it. You know it when you're talking to someone and they're analyzing what they're saying, but you know they they stopped because they already have their thought and their rebuttal and their statement. So whatever else you have to say is done and done and over with. Um, highly intelligent, emotional people are receptive. You know, very, very, very receptive. Also, they exercise integrity. That's number six, by the way. You exercise integrity. There's so much lack of integrity in this world right now. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Um, I hope we get back to the days where, and I see it, it's happening, you know, not everyone, but um, integrity goes a long way. And um, social media and like having quick rises to fame and just wanting to go viral and being cool. I feel like, and this is my own personal opinion, that integrity has left the building. It's not cool to show integrity anymore, I feel like. Um, But there are people that they are like this. And it's something that is a personality trait they pride themselves on, right? is how they're able to exercise their integrity. And that's very, very important. And number seven 
for highly emotional, intelligent people is that they are self-motivated. Yes, they're self-motivated. Meaning that, you know, you're able to encourage your own self because when you're in hard times, hard situations and trying to figure out stuff, sometimes it's just you that can push you. And if you want to become a highly intelligent, emotional, highly emotionally intelligent person, excuse me, have it be, excuse me, being self-motivated, I feel like it should, I mean, these are in no order, but I feel like that is of very much importance because when you're self-motivated, self-aware, and you're present focused, I personally believe those are the foundations to catapult in anything you want to do, whether that be becoming a more highly emotionally intelligent person or just treating people better. Personally, that's my opinion. I feel like if you have those three things down pat, you're able to move forward because not everybody's an empath. Not everyone's, everyone wants to claim it. You know, a lot of people want to claim their empath. No, no. (laughs) Trust me. If you're truly an empath, you won't want to be an empath because for a long time I struggled with it. I didn't want to be an empath anymore. I was sick of caring about people. I'm like, you know, and, and please don't take this any kind of way. But because I didn't realize the balance in myself and caring about others, that's why I got tired of being an empath. But until you learn that, okay, no one's around here like, yeah, I love being an empath. It's the greatest thing ever. Those people that say that, they don't really know what it feels like. It's very heavy. It's it's a lot of energy. And it's a lot of just like unnecessary thoughts about people that you don't even need to be thinking about and caring about. You know, unfortunately, but that's another story for another day. (laughs) But like I was saying, I think when you're self-aware, present, focused and self-motivated, those foundations, you can kick off, you know, as far as being able to elevate yourself to become that highly emotionally intelligent person. And you know what? In conclusion, when you have high emotional intelligence, You do not grow the problem. You figure out how to solve the problem. And when you try and figure out how to solve the problem, you listen to all parties. You don't come in with just my conclusions, the best conclusion, so everybody follows suit. No, you realize, okay, that may not be how you perceive it, but this is how I perceive it. And, you know, maybe our collaborative efforts of how we feel can mold together and we can be on a common ground, or if not, deuces. (laughs) No, let me stop. If not, you know, hopefully there's some other ways you can figure out, or if it's just too much, deuces. (laughs) But with that being said, guys, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share, please, this video. It really means a lot. It helps me grow the algorithm and spread this wonderful word to people because there's a lot of people that want to become positive, that want to lift themselves up, but don't know where to start. And I want to be that person to help you. Um, I'm telling you, it's not easy, but it is worth doing. So if you guys want to get in contact with me, feel free to... Email me at ty, T-Y-R-A-K-E-L, 124 at gmail.com or 
feel free to DM me on Instagram at live, L-I-V-E, two, number two, letter B underscore. And the newest edition, TikTok. I am on TikTok, same exact handle, L-I-V-E, number two, letter B underscore. I'm very new at TikTok. I've never had a TikTok in my life, guys. So for those that end up following me, bear with me, but I'm learning the, you know, learning the, the gist of it, I guess you can say. And how can I forget this, guys? I have a great, huge announcement. So with this being my 20th episode, I am now, starting with this Friday, launching a new series called Vibe with Ty. So Vibe with Ty is only exclusively going to be on my YouTube channel. So sorry, audio listeners. If you want to get in with Vibe with Ty, you do have to subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Live to be recognized, the whole thing. With that being said, Vibe with Ty is going to be shorter than the main episodes, maybe no more than 10 minutes, and we're going to be just chatting. Random stuff I want to chat about, you'll learn a little bit more about me. It's not centered, focused on a topic and positivity lifting, although everything I produce and put out is to grow the positivity frequency. But this is just, you know, we're chatting. Like, I'm your homegirl. You just put on some vibe with Ty, get you some food, you know, chill out and enjoy. So, yes, with that being said, Vibe with Ty is dropping its first episode this Friday. This Friday. Boom, boom. This Friday. <laughs> All right, y'all, let me let y'all go. See you guys and have an awesome, amazing week.